0: Welcome to the Maximus Podcast. Joe Sabula, Bobby Maxis, uh, Byron Godfrey. This is a PSA. This is a very, very, very angry podcast. Uh, Joe and I have actually been on the phone for about an hour this morning, going back and forth whether we we release it, edit it, cut it. We decided not to. We're releasing it in its entirety. It's angry. It's heated. There are some statements about the KKK. There are statements about racism and policing that you're not going to like. Some of it's going to come across as anti-police. Um, I want to make it very clear. Both of us, all three of us, are not anti-anyone. I was a former police officer. I, I I loved my job. I loved the people that I work with. Joe has many family members that are police officers. Uh, this whole situation, I've actually lost friends over this. Uh, it's been difficult for me, very emotionally, but I, w- I want to be very clear where this anger comes from. What happened in in Minneapolis to, to Mr. Floyd was disgusting. It was wrong. It's coming on the heels of the Central Park video of Ahmaud Arbery, and and honestly, three hundred years of this fucking
1: shit in this country. And. There's a lot of people that good people that are mad about it Well, and, I mean, and, and very close friends of ours that are very deeply hurt and in the pain, it causes yeah. me to watch them suffer over this. Yeah. I mean, people I've, I've never seen cry. Yeah. And I mean, and, and, and on, and honestly, like part of it is too, like, this is right in my backyard. I mean, this is my town, you know, this yeah. is where I am. And, and, so, and it hurts, it hurts to be uh, uh, from a place that's, that's, you know, very open and very friendly, you know, we're known for being friendly and then like this kind of shit happening, you know, it, it's super frustrating. And in sitting down to, to edit this episode, uh, just, just questioning whether we were doing more harm or good by, by releasing this, especially because it is, it it is very angry. It is very emotional. Um, but, well, and, uh, but what what I've kind of come to is that's that's what that's what needs to happen. Like we need to to lay our emotional selves bare and 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 be able to have a conversation around what's going on here. You know, hiding that isn't gonna help anybody. And so my disclaimer for everybody is if you're already really angry about things and you don't feel like you need to add to that fire, you're not gonna hurt my feelings if you if you just pass on this whoa. episode. And if all. you can't
0: And if you can't understand this is a reaction and you can't understand where people's anger comes from, you need to probably not listen to this.
1: And I'll be honest. I I don't even agree with everything that was stated in, in the conversation, but it, I don't want that not to be said either. You know, I don't want to be the arbiter of, of what gets out and what doesn't. And so in our conversation, it was like, you know what, let's just, let's just leave it as is. Um, And, and, you know, hopefully this helps people process and, and we'll do, we'll do more. We'll have more conversations about this. I'm sure. Um, as, as things develop, but you know, approach it open-mindedly and understanding the emotional impact that this thing is having is it's immense. It's immense for all of us. Yeah. So give it a listen if you want, if
0: not, we get it. But, um, like I said, wanted to give you a PSA that, that we, Love everybody. We do love our good police officers in this world.
1: And there are many, many, many of them. There, there are more good than bad. And I'm, yeah. and I'm frustrated that the, the good work that's being done uh, by, by amazing people in this field is being overshadowed by this kind of stuff. And, and yeah, I'll even jump on board with some of my police friends who are saying, you know, but it's the media. It's the media. Yeah, the media feeds on this stuff, but that's nothing new. No, and Joe, let's also be clear, though, as much as we believe
0: in the good in policing, and there are some really good cops out there, there are some bad ones. And until you're talking to a cop, I tell talk about this in the podcast, I think you're talking to a cop who's arrested another yeah. cop. Yeah, I, I, there are some bad ones, believe me, but yeah, it's not, the, not
1: like being a cop means you're immune from any level of criticism or you're free to just yeah, do whatever yeah, yeah. the hell you until want until the
0: good ones until the good ones stand up
1: well we gotta we have to root this cancer out is what we need yeah. to do but it, it's
0: going to take people it. to really speak so that's why we're being honest so listen enjoy don't listen skip to the next one whatever you got to do welcome to the maximus podcast with your hosts joe sabula and bobby maximus and Byron Godfrey, Byron, I don't mean to mention you last, but someone's got to be last. It might as well be you.
2: That's man. the last, Byron. Hey, man, I'm going to tell y'all what's going to stop right now. We're going to stop misusing <laughs> mistreating me. I'm tired of this. Nah, hey, not Byron, no.
0: No. Byron, when no. you signed up to be my friend, you signed up for a lifetime of shit talk. You're aware of this. Was in the, friendship, the friendship contract that I gave you that you signed. It said you are in for a world, a lifetime, of Michael Jordan-level trash shot. You knew this about I'm gonna you,
2: And I'm going to tell you. We had this talk before. Michael needs his ass whooped. <laughs> Robert T. <C. Dickum. laughs> you know what? I'm going
0: to tell you right now, Byron. If if you want to take that on, when you visit Salt Lake, if you stay at my house. Amen. You want to go? You want to go fight it out in the backyard,
2: old hey, school man. style? You can. Hey, you can bare knuckles on Bare knuckles, buddy. Bare <laughs> knuckles. Anything <laughs> goes. Okay. My heart does not pump Kool Aid. we say down here? Right? <sighs>
1: All
2: right, listen, Gentlemen. listen, to you guys. We'll be.
0: We're, we're starting out on a light note. Um, I, I had a whole list of topics for this weekend, or for this week. I, I, I diligently look for things to talk about, but uh, I, to be honest with you, all I want to talk about is this, I, I, I don't know what to call it, a situation, a problem, a fucking issue. Um, they all don't do it justice. Uh, the this
2: virus. The virus.
0: Virus. It It, it hijacked my day yesterday. Um, I think a lot of people feel like that. Um, and, and I just want to have a candid talk about this. I I want to start by saying I have a real belief that if you don't speak out against the problem, you're a part of it.
2: Well, can I, can I say this really quick though? Quickly? Yeah. That's just a part of the issue. So, so we're looking at that case. And at the same time we have, um, we have people who um, do not understand the severity of, of the, the race relations that we have in this country. Like, we are, we are a ticking time bomb because people, specifically white people, are afraid to have conversations with people who do not look like them. Like, that is a real issue. Like, you have got to take a moment to have a conversation with someone who doesn't look like you, and is not from the same area that you're from, so you can understand this shit is not make believe. This is not a fucking fairy tale. There's legitimate concerns that that people of color, black people in, uh, uh, in particular, because I, I mean I can't speak for everybody. I'm a black man, and I'm, and I'm gonna speak on with, with about black people. But like, there's a real concern, a real distrust that we have for law enforcement. For some white people, specifically, I love the, the whole Karen thing, and we make, we make fun of that, but that's a, that's a real damn issue. You know, um, with, with, the, with the issue that happened in Central Park when this lady calls the police, on this man for recording her, simply because he's like, hey, put your dog on a leash. Mm-hmm. And it's hmm And then she, it's, not, it's not the fact that he told her, it's the fact, I'm sorry, it's not the fact that someone told her, it's the fact that a black man told her. Put your dog on a leash. When there's signs everywhere, dogs so must be on a leash. So what happens if she calls the police? The police come out, and they arrest this guy, beat him. Or anything can happen because obviously we know that that's a fact that happens nowadays with black men. Um, but thankfully, he got this stuff on tape. He recorded. He was mm-hmm. intelligent enough to say, "You know what? Let me record this. Like this. This is this is um, it's it's sickening, right?" And, and I'll be quite honest nice with you. Right, right. I, just, I just want to interject I am very
0: proud of her company Her former company right. for Firing her Immediately and Just because well, they like, called I it hate. out
1: They called it out for what it is You know what I mean yep. like I They flat out said we're not going to tolerate racism It wasn't like uh, her behavior Was not in line with our values It was very clear what they were doing in this okay, case And okay. I was, I was oh, glad man. that they did that
2: The theatrics that she put on Oh my god that bitch did an Academy Award. <laughs> that was crazy. Uh,
1: like but that's the, the whole situation, world. right? Oh. The whole thing is just nuts. Like, she was in the wrong. She was in the wrong. And, and she, she brought that all up. She brought that escalation onto herself.
2: You know I what I mean? There needs to be... I think there should be really heavy penalties for people who misuse that system like Yes. There mm-hmm. should yes. be heavy penalties. If you call the police, and it is not justifiable... And then we come out and we waste resources on something like that. Your ass should be a heavy fine. Well, and
0: by the way, every time, and this is as a former police officer speaking, Jussie Smollett, they're bringing up charges against him again.
2: Oh, uh, yeah.
0: Which I think is great because every time somebody calls and makes a, a, a false police report to get ahead, it really puts the whole judicial system in jeopardy, because then when somebody calls and really needs help, it's not taken seriously. And so I think that anytime there's A, and then B, if you're trying to use the judicial system as your own personal weapon, it's wrong. It's a waste yeah. of resources. It takes away from people that really need help. Because at the time that the police are having to respond to that bullshit, there's someone who really needs them. You know, so there's it's wrong on on so many levels. But to to bring it back to the racism thing, the fact that she said, I'm going to tell them an African-American man (laughs) is going to uh, uh, get me in the park and is assaulting me. The police, if you don't get the right police officer on scene, I promise you that situation will be dealt with differently than if it's a white guy. Yeah. And I'm seeing yeah. it angers me as a, as a former police officer. Not all cops are bad, but I will be yeah. very clear. There are bad police officers. There are bad people in every walk of life. And if I was a black man, I would be scared every time I got pulled over that I'm, I'm basically these. my life. I'm rolling the dice on whether or not I'm getting a good one or a
2: bad one. What, what you're getting um, is you're getting that, that, like I said, that distrust of the system. And I think what pisses me off more than anything else is how you say there aren't, everybody's not bad, all police are always going bad. What pisses me off about that is the fact that the good ones are quiet. They're hiding back, behind their thin blue okay, lines. Back to, my,
0: back to my point, B. If you don't speak against the problem, you're part of the problem. a part of it. I told you a story. I punched a motherfucker on the job before because he got out of line. Yeah. And I would do it again. I told my staff sergeant, I've got no issues with this shit. This does not happen around me. I, I am looking what happened yesterday. That's disgusting. The What troubles me, I think, though... Even more is the fact that there's three other cops on scene that watched this go down. Like oh, the, the fact that you could stand by and watch this happen is disturbing to me on so many levels. It, it speaks to the systemic problem that we're facing. This wasn't, wasn't one cop, this was four, and they're all guilty as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely. You're accessory to murder yeah I mean that, that, that's what it is like if, yeah. if I'm the, the the Asian police officer that had his back turned and would turn around and saw what was happening, he should have arrested Derek Chauvin or taken him down.
2: yeah, that's the only, that's I, the only outcome. I have played that scenario in my head had I been there, and it is easy for me to say this now, but man would I, would I have been able to stand stand by and watch that happen again and I don't know you would have been and I pray the, that the I'm sad never- thing is. You would have been shot. Oh, yeah. Any one of those bystanders that would
0: have tried to get in the way would have been shot. Yeah. That I mean, they, I'm just uh, if if, if those three cops, I'm not gonna go through what's in their mind, Byron, but if those three cops are willing to stand by and watch a man get murdered, they will definitely shoot you for intervening. I promise you that. Yeah. So what are you supposed to uh, do?
2: It's, 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 it's sickening that we are In the last three weeks, I think This is our second time talking about this Yeah, and, 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 and by the <laughs> way
0: It's disgusting As bad as the Ahmad Arbery situation was This is times 10 I, I cannot believe that now we're talking about this On this scale I've, I've watched uh, You guys know I was a use of force instructor for a while I've watched a lot of videos, Byron I have never seen anything this bad, this blatant regard for human life, this level of, of I, I don't even have the words for it in my life. Yeah.
2: It's, uh, yeah.
0: You know, I... Now, the, the other thing that is tremendously disturbing to me, these four got fired. Fucking great. Why are they not in handcuffs right now?
2: Like, they should have been handcuffed right when they got fired. Right away? You, that, <laughs>
0: yeah. how How is... I, I, I cannot... The only thing I can hope is that they're trying to do stuff by the book. They've handed it off to the FBI. They're they're try- that's the only thing I can no, fucking no, think
1: of. Nobody in any they case is gonna have. bring charges that fast. That's just the the fact of the matter. The justice system doesn't move that quickly. You know, so even you know, a prosecutor who's willing man, to take processes. the case, a prosecutor the, is willing to take man. the case, it's still under investigation, man. If you bring the charges too soon and they don't stick, these guys walk. Joe, that's the reality. No,
2: understand this, Joe. You have black men who There are black men in Rikers Island right now who are not charged with a crime. They are not charged. They are waiting to be charged with something. And they are there for weeks, months, years without being charged with something. So it's, unless you're a black man, then you won't get those charges done right away. But that's a fact. There are black men in Rikers Island who, hey, I don't have money for bail. But you got to sit here and wait for us to decide if we're going to charge you or not. Right? No, that, that, that by itself, man, shows you the double standard. And that's what I'm sick of. That's what black people are sick of, is that when I, you say Black Lives Matter, that's the shit we're talking about. Like, give me know, something. Joe, I, I want to agree
0: with you, but I also believe with all my heart if that was a white guy they killed, those four cops would be in cuffs right now.
2: They wouldn't have killed him. Yeah, they went the, down they, that way. You're, you're making a lot of assumptions
1: killed. here, and, and I think Byron just nailed it. Because <laughs> yeah. what, what, was, what was this whole case over? Let's not forget, this was over bad checks. He matched the description of a guy who had wow. done some bad checks. This wasn't like a wow. violent criminal. If, this, if, if the description was a white guy, it would have been a discussion. It would have been a, you know, hey, let's, uh, you know, should we take this guy in? Oh, I don't know. It, it, the whole thing would have been different.
2: When you see stuff like, uh, what's the, what's, I don't even remember the kid's name, who, who goes into a church and murders black people in South Carolina, I believe it was. They take this motherfucker to Burger King and get him a burger on the way to jail. How human is that? If I take my knee and put it on the neck of a dog right now, every person that watched that damn video will be ready to hang me. Yeah. What kind of shit is that? You will have more sympathy for a dog than you will for a human life. And I'm not saying that I don't love dogs or animals, but the fact that you will put a dog before a black man is all the reason in the world that we sit here and we say songs like, fuck the police. And blast that shit when I'm next to a police officer. And dad, what you gonna do? Yeah. And I really have that type of anger in me for a system that's not for me. You don't protect me like you would protect the next man. And that's bullshit. And that's the bottom line. You can sit here and say, all police aren't bad. Well, guess what? If you ain't saying something, you just as bad as the man you sit next to that's doing it. Fuck all y'all. As far as I've been saying it. And, and, and for me, I would honestly love to see black people just say, you know what? Stay out of our neighborhood, man. Let's police ourselves. Go ahead and get the Panthers back in this joint. We'll police it. We got guns. gun. We'll, we'll, we'll take care of these fools that want to mistreat our women and our children who want us rob and steal in our community. Let us police our own neighborhood. Because when we were doing that shit, I guarantee you the black community was much better. Keep your ass, if you don't, you don't relate to what's happening in our community, stay your ass away from them. You don't want us with you, so don't, guess what? Don't come with us. Or if these police, if, 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 if these people in, in the law enforcement really want, To police our neighborhoods, put people from our communities in our communities so they can understand what's going on. And any motherfuckers that's in the community better have an understanding of what's going on. Don't just drop people off and then, hey, hopefully they'll get it done. No, fuck you. Stay where you are. Don't come over here bothering me. And that's the most frustrating part is you have people who have no idea what it's like in our communities, what it's like to be us trying to police them. How are you going to talk to me? You can't relate to me. You don't know what my problems are. And that's the human side of this thing. We don't understand. There's a human element. Fuck your, your rules and your regulations. We're dealing with humans. You know, and, and, and I'm, I'm, like I said, I, I, a, it's a ticking time. And there needs to well, be done before shit gets really bad. And, and Byron, that's, that's why I point to
0: the, hearing your anger and your frustration, the, the fact that these guys aren't arrested immediately the fact that, that this stuff happens, and by the way, this stuff happens all the time where police officers are not punished. The fact that people don't speak against it, I think it continues to add to that frustration. I think, yeah. I think we're at the point, it, it would take at this point years of serious repercussions against this type of behavior for any type of repair.
2: Years. You have to, you have to change your culture. You don't just change that. You got to change an entire culture in law enforcement, you can't just change this this little system that they have. You actually have to change the thinking, change the people that you bring in, how you train these people, everything so you can change the actual culture. And, and you and I were talking about this, uh, Rob. They, yeah, they need to be paid more. Byron, but, but, Byron, one of
0: the worst professional experiences of my career, I arrested another cop. Full-on arrested him. Put his ass in cuffs, through him in the back of my fucking cruiser. Don't think I didn't hear the whispers behind my back. How I wasn't part of the team. I did the wrong thing. I, I, I wasn't towing the line, the thin blue line. I don't give a fuck. Unfortunately, that's not the case. Cops will protect their own even when they're in the wrong. I took a lot of fucking heat for that, Byron. A lot.
2: Yeah.
0: I would do it again. Because it's, you know, it's the right thing to do. It's actually one of the moments, Joe, um, and I don't know if I ever talked to you about this, but it was one of the moments that led me to become really disenfranchised with my police career. The amount of heat I took for arresting another cop who, by the way, broke in to somebody else's fucking home. So, just, just to give you an idea of what you're facing, if, if these people that say that people do the right thing, and people don't cover things up, people, it's all bullshit.
2: There just, there just needs to be some serious, hard conversations being had. People need to be called on their shit. And then there needs to be some, some changes. Now, unfortunately, the, the, the first one you, you do have to legislate change first because you have to make it a crime to do this stuff. And then once you make it a crime, you have to prosecute them and convict them, right? That's on paper. While you're doing that, man, there has to be something done underneath all of that to change that culture. You Got to get different people in. Got to train these people, and you got to have uh, you know, uh, some understanding on how you deal with, how you deal with people. Now, let's. Nope. Shit sure ain't easy because yes, you do have people out there that <laughs> sometimes, man, you just gotta you gotta do it. But like, yo. Unarmed? Unarmed. <laughs> Unarmed is the, is the key. These people aren't, they, they, they're not armed. So, I Byron, just, let how me. Can you justify that?
0: Let me ask you a question, and Joe, I want you to answer the same question. From a, I don't want to call it a legislative standpoint because I think it's deeper than that. What would you like to see from this situation? What would help you with your anger? Is it, is it the chief gets fired? Is it a massive lawsuit? Is it charges? Is it sweeping departmental reform? What What needs to happen here, Byron? To uh, to do first, the so right first thing? Things first,
2: first things first, is you, you handle the situation at hand, right? The, the people who committed this crime, this murder, because we're gonna call it what it is, they need to be, uh, not just fired, but they need to be charged and then convicted of this crime. That's the first thing. But but, but then you have to go back to like what we just said, there has to be some reform. There has to be some reform in law enforcement on, on how they handle these people, right? Um, I think the, the the thing that stands out in my mind is a man, he's, he's face down, he's cuffed, and you still have your name on his back. He's cuffed, no weapons. And if he did have a weapon, He's cuffed with his hands behind his back. You telling me you can't pick this man up? And if he did have it, just take it off of him. So there has to be uh, some reform on how you handle um, these situations. Um, and then from there, man, your hiring processes and things like that—it has to be a lot more expensive. Um, you can't just, you know. And I know numbers are, are low, but how do you get people in there? You pay them more, and I'd be all for more taxes if we can pay these people um, a wage. Um, that's worth, you know, their job. I mean, it's it's dangerous. Yeah, you got people shooting at you. Yeah, you gotta save lives. Yeah, it's it's difficult. So guess what? Pay it. Pay them that. Right? Um, so those are the things that I would definitely do first. You know, first things first, handle them and then you work on that legislative that, that reform uh when it comes to police departments. And that's across that's across the nation. And then maybe it has to come from the top down. I'm not big on on having federal government involved in state issues, but yeah, it has, it has to start from top down. To so be it, Joe.
1: What about you, Joe? I, I think Byron nailed it when he said you have to deal with the situation at hand. You ha- you have to put out the fire that's right in front of you, and then you have to learn from it. And you have to look at the fact that there there is this delay between uh, uh, an egregious act and any sense of justice. Right. So. Uh, in the future, we, we, we can't change that right now. We can't change the fact these guys haven't been charged yet. And I was just reading the uh, mayor of Minneapolis is now calling for them to be charged. So he, he said the same thing for 36 hours, it's been on his mind and he can't figure out why these guys aren't aren't in jail. But, like this doesn't want to I'm be finished. done. So I, I think we have to fix why that delay exists. We have to change internal procedures as far as how this shit is handled. Because, yeah, it's good that they fired the guys versus the, the Eric Garner case where he was, a you know, employed for the next three years and there was zero justice going on. The fear everybody has right now is that these guys are just going to go get jobs at another department somewhere. They're just going to disappear and, and and they'll be out policing again like nothing ever happened. So I, I think there's a huge fear that there is no no justice in this case. I think... I, I don't know, again, can't change what's in front of us, can't change an act that happened in the past with current legislation, but we can change current legislation to change things down the line. And that that's where I say, we gotta learn from what's going on here and we gotta listen to the communities. The other thing Byron said that I 100% agree with is I think the cops in a particular area should be from that area as much as possible. So so why are we bringing in you know candidates for a job from, all around the place when it's like the the very best people for policing should probably have connections to the communities they're in. You know, they're going to get a lot more respect that way. And they're going to know a lot more about what's going on. They're going to know the areas better. Maybe that's where we need to put some resources is, is building that, that uh, self policing, but but doing it by the book by by having police officers out there actually engaging with with kids in an area and recruiting and saying hey if you if you're gonna live in this area like why don't you why don't you do something noble for your for your neighbors for your for your community you know get involved yeah. in this because I think bringing the people in who who do have that sense of injustice people who have seen the dark side of this and don't want it to exist I think that's how you change that whole culture. So that that's more like what I want to see. So I, I I agree with everything Byron just said, and I would just take it a little further and say make it local. Let's 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 put some resources into actually having police departments recruit locally.
2: Yep, I agree with you, Joe. All
0: right, so so for me, uh, first of all, I want to say, Joe, to your mayor. I think he's doing a great job handling this. Uh, the and fact, I, that he it it, what it is,
1: as good as you it, can in that situation. It what a shit yeah, he, position to no be put in. I, I would love. I, I told you this yesterday, Rob. I would love to bet a fly on the wall when the mayor got on the phone with the chief of police and had a conversation. I would love to hear how that went down. What the ever living Christ that. is going on? <laughs> Explain <laughs> it to me. Yeah, holy I mean, like, but I mean,
0: yeah, good, good for him. Damn, I think you I think had the quote yesterday that, that no black man in America should be treated
1: No human. I, I want Not to take race out of this to, because I, I think what yeah, but, Byron said earlier about kneeling on a dog's neck is really powerful. No human being should ever be treated like that under any circumstances. You know, when you're a police officer and you're out making arrests, it's under suspicion. You don't necessarily have all the facts. And this was a case where it was, like I said... He, they, he matched the description is how they made the contact with him. So, like, okay, the job here is to get the guy down to the police station where you can further your investigation. It wasn't to punish somebody for a crime that was allegedly committed. That's not the cop's job. They're not doling out justice. They're putting yo, out a little fire, and they're trying to make sure uh, that everything's quiet and everyone's safe, and then we can figure out what actually is going on and let the judicial system handle the justice. Yo,
2: yo, let, me, let me say one thing right quick, though. You, uh, you made the comment of no humans. We're not talking about just humans. In this case, we're talking about blacks, right? And, and, and the reason I, I stopped, short, stopped you short right there is because, specifically, this doesn't happen to white people. No, no, dude, you're it's right. Doesn't. It's very you're rare. You're right, I don't so disagree with is, you at all,
1: man. I think this so, goes so deep. You said it earlier, it goes so much deeper than people realize, and it's been going on longer than people realize. But that's what I mean. Like, either human life has value or it doesn't. And if it doesn't, then nobody's life has value.
2: Yeah. Um, it's, um, it's just difficult for me um, to really concern myself with anybody else. I, really I get is. it, man. And I don't blame I've you been, at, at all. <laughs> it 100%. really 100%. I, I feel
1: Sorry. like more, I, just the more that we've talked about this over the past few weeks, man, like... I don't know. You could say some shit to me that would probably piss me off if it came from someone else. And I would just be like, no, nah, you're right. God, I can't really say anything to it. I'll tell you what frustrates me, Byron, coming from kind of the other side of this whole thing. Some of the greatest human beings I've ever met in my life have been cops. They have been amazing people who really were compassionate, really good at the job. And despite all the good that they've done for their communities, for the world around them, they carry this, this mark um, that can't be erased. It just can't be erased, and it breaks my heart because their stories will never get told. They're an yeah, enemy now. They're just an enemy.
2: Yeah, I um, I can't say I've had the same experiences with police officers. <laughs> so, um, but but um, I, I have personal friends with police officers. And I, I love them on a personal level, and uh, obviously, they see me differently than than they would see the next one out on the street and I see them differently. I don't even see them as police officers for the most part because I don't, I don't engage them on that level. Right. Um, but um, when, it, when it just comes to personal um, situations um, or, or instances that I've had with, with police officers, man, um, it's been, it's been, it's been uh, not the most pleasant, shall I say. Um, and because of that, yeah. You know, you look at them. You look at them differently. Um, so, so I I I do want to say
0: this, Joe, about about police officers, because as as a former cop, I I like to side with police officers in general. I like to assume there's good, and, and you talk about people's stories being told. But when you guys talk about reform, I think there's a big piece of the puzzle missing. Yes, these guys need to get charged right away. They need to go through the judicial system. There can be no protection afforded them, Joe. You are a CEO. They need to go in general population. Ooh, they,
1: do I, I, the I, <laughs> they do not get the They do not get the bug tree. Don't get me started on practice. this one no, because it is, not, it is not the same. It is not the same. If you get caught with bad checks as a police officer, you do not get treated the same behind bars as, as the next guy. Just because you're a police officer, there is a reason they keep them separate. I don't think it should be better. I don't think you should get special treatment. You should just not be put in general pot because there's guys um, there who don't care what you're in for. They will kill you because they know your past. And that's the end of that story. in this case, these guys don't get special
0: treatment. We're going to set an example. They're going in Gen Pop, and I'm fucking, you're going to turn your back for me, Joe. No, this, this, Number this is, three. you know,
1: this is, this is what we call the, uh, the indirect death sentence. This is the, we're going to let the prison system work hey. for us.
0: <laughs> set an example. Now, we
1: talk, <laughs> we
0: talk about departmental reform. Here's something I want to bring up. In August of 2019, officers in Minnesota, the Fourth Precinct, they were fired, who decorated because they decorated a racist Christmas tree.
2: Oh man, hey, where all these racist uh, from Minnesota coming from, man?
0: Okay, now listen. Why are they all working at the police Got department? Me in public.
2: Yo, here's why. You can trade in your white robe for a blue uniform. And you can get, you can still do everything <laughs> that you're doing with that white robot. I've never heard put legally. that legally. Jesus, oh, Unfortunately, uh, <laughs> Joe, that's a fact. Oh man, that's a fact. Like, um, there, there was a, um, there was an article written in Alabama, um, about how Klan members were becoming police officers, uh, and one of the things that they would do was they would actually plant drugs on like I will get the article, send it to you guys, so you don't think I'm over here making this up, and then, you know, can pass it on. <laughs> um, but yeah, these so, guys were planting drugs on Blacks in Alabama, it's Alabama. I'm expecting some stuff like that in Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia, phrases like that, but really? Minnesota? Come on, brother, well, yes. you don't want to be acting like that, man. Shit.
1: So, so, so just look at the past few years. It's like every, I don't know, what, nine or ten months, we have a major race-related issue with the, the Minneapolis Police Department. It's ridiculous. These guys, like, everybody's watching. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's watching. And these couple of cops thought it would be funny to put some racially charged joke ornaments on a tree. <laughs> Let's put it on our Facebook. What the heck? Like what kind of thinking? How how do you get so I don't I don't just detached from the reality of what you're doing. Yep, here's my problem,
0: Joe. These guys were fired when it went public. Mm -hmm. Why weren't they fired immediately? Yeah,
1: why do we need? Why do we need an entire community to outcry that they're angry about this before action happens? Number two, when they were fired,
0: the union had their back and vowed to appeal. No, 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 no. You don't get appeals when you behave in such an egregious manner. You are done. So, when I talk about departmental reform, there needs to be a sweeping change that if there is any semblance of racism on Facebook, your Instagram, your behavior, you're done immediately. And not only done, you're charged. There is something in Canada called the Police Services Act. It's a special law that's enacted to govern the behavior of police officers. I don't know if you have a similar thing down here. If you you act on the line, you can get charged under the Police Services Act. And that can range from files, fines, to jail time.
2: My question is how how do they get hired Anyway, before any of this stuff is done. Me, yeah.
1: What's the screening me, process here? Okay, like, me, what BS let tests let, are they, are they
0: handing out? Because they ain't working. Yeah, let me tell you what the hiring process is, Byron. How big, <laughs> how, big is, how's big, how big is Minnesota, Joe? What do you mean? Like area? People. People-wise. People? I don't know, 5 million? Okay, so you probably got about 5,000 cops. Just as a number. You might have 4,000. You've probably got three guys or four guys. That's it. Working in recruiting. They're probably understaffed as it is. They're underpaying police officers. You brought this up earlier, Byron. You're paying people 40 and 50 grand a year to do a terrible job. They can make more working in the fry line at in and out or target. You're not getting the best of the best applying. So you get a couple hundred applicants, and four people in recruiting are supposed to go through all of these people's backgrounds and hire the best candidates for their jobs. So they do it's, what's it's, called
1: I, I, I looked this up real quick, Bobby, not to cut you off, but it's actually closer to 10,000 cops, according to the 2008 census. Okay. So it's even worse. So the department is dumping zero money into recruiting,
0: and there's nothing thorough but their background check at all, Byron. And people slip through the cracks. And by the way, then afterwards... There's not a lot of compliance because people aren't constantly monitoring these police officers' behavior. They should be monitoring their Facebook, monitoring their Instagram, monitoring their emails. Like they get just, this is how you police this shit. Not to use that term twice, but people slip through the cracks. There needs to be a much more concerted effort to hire the right people, to train the right people, and then, when wrong ones do slip through the cracks, because that will happen, they are punished with a level of severity, Byron, that everyone else will act right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, let me, let me tell you something. How many kids you got? For me? Yep. I got four kids. You got four. Right. The oldest one acts wrong. Right. You punish him bad enough, I promise you those other three will not act wrong in the same way.
2: Again, oh, that, it's happened. It's happened. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? He has like, two he has he three younger me. brothers. And they hey, win. listen. Hey, listen. You,
0: you <laughs> stop. What, what's your oldest name, Byron?
2: Uh, Abdur. Yes.
0: Abdur. Yeah. Abdur. Yeah. You see what happened to Abdur? You don't do that shit again if you want that to happen yes. to you. Like, you put an end to that fast. Yeah. So, if you make the penalty enough that you even utter a racist joke you are fired and brought up on police act charges. Yeah. You will start to change a culture, but it has to be just like when I arrested that cop, it has to be zero tolerance. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and then then I'll take it a step further because I heard the whispers in the locker room. Let me tell you, I was fighting in the USC at the time. Nobody was brave enough to say that shit to my face. But if you speak out against a cop doing the right thing, you're fired. Mm-hmm. Like, there needs to be such change here, Byron. Uh, when you look at changing the cultural problem that, that it's within the police, it, it needs to be full on. There's no halfway here. And again, I'll go back to what you said and what I said. If you don't speak out or stand against the problem, you're part of it. You know, yep. I... I, I uh, and and the, the other thing is the ignorant people, naive, maybe blind, misled, the people that don't think there's a problem. How can you not see that there's a problem? Yeah. The fact that, 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 that my best friend Will Pace is a black man, the fact that we have to have, we both have 11 year olds Byron, and we have to have very different talks with our kids, about yeah. how they should act if they are stopped by the police. We have very different talks with them. Yeah. That's a problem. Yep.
2: You know? Yeah. But yeah. That be careful coming from my mom is a lot different, has a lot different meaning than that yep. be careful might be coming from your mom. Yep.
0: You know, and, and, and the fact that then there are people like me who will then say, well, you know, racism isn't a real thing. You're absolutely right. It's a real fucking thing. Yeah. You know, absolutely. And, and so man, this this hit me hard yesterday. The the other thing is that I really want to touch on. I've seen you guys LeBron James speak out against us. I've seen Jamie Foxx speak out against us. I've I've seen Q Parker from one twelve speak out against us. I've seen Case, he's a singer, speak out against it. I've seen Kaepernick speak out against it? Where are all the people in the majority speaking out against this? I, I want to credit Kevin Bacon for speaking out against this. I want to I credit Demi Lovato. I, I want to credit Chelsea Handler. But where's everybody else? You know what I mean, Byron? Because yeah. if you're in the majority and you've, you've enjoyed white privilege, you need to speak out against this.
2: You know, I um, I was I was one who who had recently said, you know, I really don't care if they speak out, but but I'm with you. It has to. They have to. And and but in addition to that, um, as Killer Mike would call them Killer Mike calls them allies. Right? It's not. We're not saying that 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 they have to be in in the forefront of the fight, but they have to be an ally so that when they sit at the dinner table with their friends. That they check those who are out of line. Right. Um, and so um that's what that's where people like that come into play. You know, you have they have to be able to say something. And it's not that they need to say something to the world, but they got they got a circle. And then that circle can go out and spread that 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 truth to so their circle. And it just continues to grow. Okay. Right? Yeah. It's, it's that circle of influence versus circle of concern type okay. of thing.
0: Now, now I want to ask you a question about the media, Joe and Byron. I brought something up here. <clears throat> How many times have you heard Tom Brady speak out on a public issue? I can't recall. He Every, doesn't. Typically, he typically yeah. takes a pass. I'm going to inform yeah. you that Tom Brady signed on with the Players Coalition to demand a federal investigation into the death of Ahmaud Arbery. he went public with it he spoke out against it he wrote a letter he is, is quote unquote doing the right thing now my question is Tom Brady goes for a shit Tom Brady stops at a Burger King Tom Brady breaks into a man's house accidentally and it's all over ESPN Tom Brady, for the first time in his career, speaks out against injustice. Why is that not all over
1: ESPN? Because it doesn't sell, Bobby. The media doesn't care about truth. It cares about profit. Tom Brady talking about race issues doesn't sell. People don't tune in for that. They'll tune in to find out he broke into his neighbor's house because you can create a crazy headline about it and it can still be factual enough that nobody can question it. It's about selling, make no mistake. We, we, we love sports. We talk about it all the time on this show, but ESPN doesn't exist to promote sport. ESPN exists to make money. And so they're only gonna tell the sports stories that make money. It's, you know, soap opera type stuff just for sports nuts.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, the news doesn't necessarily care about what you need to know in your neighborhood. They're gonna, they're gonna put on whatever gets you to tune in. You know, it's that old like headline thing of like what you need to keep your family safe, you know, film at 11. It's like, well, if it was that important, why don't you tell me right now? Why do I got to wait till 11 o'clock? What if something happens between now and then? Well, that's because they don't care. They just want you to tune in 11 because then they can say that they had so many people watching this show and they can sell their advertisements. So don't, don't, don't get caught up in what the media is telling you, whether it's a, a news source or not. They only exist to make money. If they don't make money, they won't be around. You know, Joe, I, I might not be the most popular person to saying this, but
0: I'm I'm am going to take it a step way further than that. I'm going to say ESPN doesn't want
1: to rock the boat with the No. No, because the, they don't want they don't Byron, want to piss off their viewers because then their their viewership drops.
0: Byron, can I call the NFL owners plantation owners? Is that is that accurate? Is that fair to use that statement? Um,
2: you wouldn't be the first.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying. Ray Rice, Ray Rice drapes up his girlfriend. He gets pretty much blackballed by the league for life. A white yeah. kicker from the Giants drapes up his girlfriend. He gets one game. I, I'm just hey bro, saying it.
2: Hey, we can go even further with Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> okay, come on. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm. I'm you, just, you can get you can get real with this one, Ben Roethlisberger. To do what twice wife? Allegedly, oh, allegedly, allegedly raping,
0: allegedly, allegedly Byron. <laughs> All right, come on, <laughs> you man. know, and, and he's and he's off the hook. So I just want to say that that there there is that there is that out there, which it it it, it I, I don't know what the explanation is. How's Ray Rice get banned for life, and then you got that kicker get one game, and then Ben Roethlisberger. Allegedly, right. he's just he's just hanging out. <laughs> well,
2: yeah. well I, I, you know, I will I, would, I would digress on that one. Just it is uh, it's unfortunate, and, and I, and, uh, I just I just I just want to say, no
0: wonder people are angry when you have things like that happen. Joe Ray oh, Rice yeah. gone for life, White kicker gone for a game. Even if it wasn't meant. To be like that, it is like that. Like how, my question is, how can the NFL office be so fucking dumb that they let that, that there's only one explanation and it's, it's, it's called racism.
1: I'm going to even take that further and say it's, it's just a profit motive. And the racism drives that because it's easy to just cut some black dude. Who cares? It's just some black dude, right? He's got no value. Like a team Uh needs a kicker. (laughs)
2: <laughs> you know uh, what's it but, you know they're, nah, they're sitting there nah. Ray <laughs> Rock wasn't just some black dude though
1: yeah i, I get that I mean? but but it, like it, what i'm it, it, saying so is like they're they're looking at what's this going to cost us you know if we keep this guy on what's the negative press going to cost us are we going to are we going to get more ticket sales or are we going to get less you know what it means well, and so the, the guys in the accounting less, office have way too much of a vote in these kinds of situations
2: they would have gotten less simply because uh of of the people who would have who would have, who would have uh, had the backlash, they would have had the backlash against because of the rights playing. Yeah, right. Like, and who are those people? What do they look like? They don't look you like you, Byron. They damn sure don't. It, it's quite simple. I'll give you another example. We're talking about Mike Vick, okay? Oh man, Mike Vick. Oh, them some bitches were outside picking him. Like, yeah. no, we won't support you. Mm-hmm. Because you brought this dog killer back Dog killer. <laughs> I'm sorry if there's some dog lovers out there But here you go Hey You can kill this dog all you want You know what I mean And we, 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 will, we will never forgive you But the fact that someone like Colin Kaepernick Protests This very thing we're talking about right now Okay he's a bad guy. So, so wait no, wait, wait. There's a, second.
1: a whole other thing with Kaepernick there That I'm not going to get into right <laughs> yeah.
2: now
0: Byron, we got, we, got, we got two people on their knees. We got Derek right. Chauvin, murderer, <laughs> executor, and we got Colin Kaepernick, but yet most of America is more enraged with Colin Kaepernick. I've been okay. seeing these posts around, and it's very, very telling
2: well, to me. Well, you know, I, I, I understand. You know, it's, it's a play on emotions with, with the two kneeling. But, but um, for me, when you understand... Um, the, the, the reasoning for Kaepernick's kneeling. I don't think, a lot of people are going to say it was disrespectful. I don't see it as disrespect. I don't. Not one bit. The man didn't turn his back to the flag. The man didn't speak anything against it. The man was saying, listen, we need to bring attention to something where this is not equal. Bring attention to it. And he by uses way, his platform to do that. And he by did the way, it I wanna- peacefully.
0: I want to add Colin Kaepernick consulted veterans before he did this on how to do it the most respectful way possible.
2: He sat on the bench initially, remember? He wouldn't stand up. Yep. He sat on the bench. Then he consulted, and they said, hey, listen, we kneel. I believe it was when, when, a, when, a, when a soldier's fallen or something like that. That was one of the ways we paid respect. We would need it. Yep. Um, and so he kneels. And it wasn't disrespect. He was not trying to disrespect the flag, it was bring attention to an issue. And for me, when you can't look past that, because hey guys, there's something happening in this country where there is not liberty and justice for all, there's liberty and justice for a select few. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring this to a, to a point and I'm gonna bring attention to it. And here's how I'm gonna do it. What do you want him to do? Every time he gets, because when he speaks, you're not gonna listen. Right, it's just another another black man over here complaining about police brutality. Oh, what's new? And so he deepened the another way. I want to say peacefully everybody that, that. peacefully. yep.
0: And everyone on that team should have been kneeling with him, and everyone on another other team. Let the owners sweat it out, deal with it, guys.
2: Uh, man, you, know, you what know what I mean. <laughs> we need to replace the salt. Uh, I am. I am. I am. Uh, and, of course, I don't, have, I don't have anything to lose like they do. Because, I mean, they, they support their families with that with that check. But I'm going to tell yeah, you what can happen really easily. Really easily. Let the black athlete sit out enough just to hurt the pocketbook. Yeah. And watch the change that happens. Kid so, Byron. But the problem is they can't get together long enough to be like, Yo, Byron. you sit out long enough to hurt. Go. Let me ask you a question. What you think,
0: what do you think happens if in the NFL next year, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, your Lord and Savior, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Gronk, Dak Prescott, Carson Wentz? Who else? Who else we got by in this real, real good? They all say, fuck it. We're gonna. We're going to sit down <laughs> for a couple of games so you guys start acting right. How quickly yeah. do you think the owners will change their ways?
2: Yeah, and all you, all you want from the owners is is just something, yo, be proactive in helping us create this change. We're not asking you yep. to be the change. We're asking you to help us create change. How do we start this? And that's what this is about. They have the ability yo. to do it. Joe, you, you tell me
0: what would all these cheeseheads well, do? I, I,
1: I got to correct you, first of all, because Aaron Rodgers is not my lord and savior. He's just a quarterback <laughs> for the Green Bay Packers, okay. which at one time right. were coached by a man I consider to be very saintly, St. Saint Vince Lombardi. Jesus Christ is my lord and savior. Let's never get that confused. However, I think Byron's point is, is accurate because it, it does come down to what I said before. It's about the pocketbook. And and I think there's, there's two things that I've, I've kind of wanted to bring up here because Byron also mentioned you can't get these guys together long enough. They can't coordinate anything. And I feel like the NFL is guilty of basically union busting. They don't want these yeah. players to really – to to get together and to create anything that can come against them. And that, I I think it goes to an even bigger problem that we have, which is something I've been trying to bring some attention to in these discussions, is that there are a bunch of billionaires out there who have made hundreds of millions and billions of dollars in the past couple of months on the backs of everybody who's stuck at home starving. uh, And they want us arguing about these kinds of things, because then we're not arguing so much about how much money they got. So I think that the NFL owners are part of that problem. There's like this huge cabal oh no. of people who are just protecting their assets and their money, and they're doing it at the expense of everyone else. And as long as we keep bickering and arguing amongst yeah. ourselves, we're Byron, never going to get to the heart of this thing. Byron, One of the I, most, I, I really want to see Monday night Mahomes versus
0: Jackson, and Mahomes <laughs> and Jackson just say, you know what, y'all, we ain't playing tonight. We're just going to go fucking hang out in the back.
2: Fuck why y'all. aren't y'all playing? Because we're not playing because we're raising awareness of an issue. That's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck y'all. Deal with it. That's why we won't play, and we won't play Watch. until the NFL does something about it. Yep. So they start investing money. In, but you know what? I, I mean, you, you just think about this, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna use the, the NBA, NBA does a great job of allowing their players to express themselves to, yep. to a point. But just imagine, if the absolute best NBA players, which we, you know, most of them, LeBron, James Harden. All these guys decide, you know what? Until the NBA also speaks out against this and becomes... Here Byron, it? You won't Byron,
0: I'll paint Can the scenario. Imagine? I'll paint the scenario. The NBA, they're coming back in Orlando, Disney World, everything's set up. TV revenues are flowing in. Everyone's happy. The basketball gods give us what we want. The Lakers versus the Clippers for the Western <laughs> Conference title. And then Kawhi, Kawhi, LeBron, LeBron, and all of them, LeBron AD, <laughs> and Paul George say, "You know what? We're just going to sit this one out. You guys, and it. not
2: only we're we not sit it out, not only we're going to sit it out, we're not going to even be at the game. Yeah, do we're, we're going to do something else to bring, <laughs> uh, bring attention to this. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to yeah. take we're we're attention go. away from your game.
0: We're going to go, you know? we're going to go fund it ourselves, and we're going to play two on two in LeBron James's backyard." We're going to sell that yeah. ourselves.
2: And get you the know what? The I
1: would actually rather watch that, to be honest <laughs> oh, with you. That would be so yeah. fun.
2: We don't have to a big three with that. <laughs> yeah. A big three with like the, 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 the best NBA players and say, you know what? We're going to create our own little league right now. We're, we're going to hoop at thing. the Rucker. We're going to hoop at the Rucker, take all their money. It's going to go towards awareness yeah. uh, and, and, and police reform. NBA, yep. y'all deal with your own thing for right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get on you board what, or uh, get out of our way. One of the State, other.
0: Say, Byron, the NBA and the owners would rectify that situation in one point two seconds. There would be checks written, political stuff leaned on. That there would be, it would be solved in a second. Now, yep. I want to end this on a bit of a lighter-hearted note, Byron. So I, I need to ask you a question. I can see you on camera, so I can get I can get your response. There was a. There was a white woman who tweeted not long ago, and she said calling white women Karen was as bad as using
2: the N-word. Yeah. I, I need to know. I need to know. I got a, I got a, simple, I got a simple way. Here it is. Go, go ask that same white woman this question right here. Can you say Karen in public, or would you say Karen in public, and would okay. you say nigger in public?
0: All right. I Which just, one would you I say in public?
1: I just wanted to know what yeah. what you're. And I the fact know that she refers to it as the N word is very telling to me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I can't say the N word, but I can say Karen.
1: Yeah, Byron. I, I want to know. I want to know if you
0: feel bad for calling white chicks Karen now. What
1: the hell with that! <laughs> Don't act you know like what? a Karen. I love it. And 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 there, I've known some great Karens in my life.
2: I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. I got a kind named Karen. Here's the crazy part. She's not white. I love her to death. Uh, she's, she's amazing. Now, I do have a
0: question, Byron. Does she have a side haircut, and does she constantly have to
2: the no. HR or your manager? She does not. She does not. Does she does own, she, she does owns four she, dermatology does she, does clinics does, does throughout the city. It. Yeah, no. Nah. No, she's excellent. She's amazing.
1: Here's here's what I actually like about this Karen thing and the fact that somebody's mad enough to make that statement is we've taken what I think a lot of people agree is really bad behavior and we've personified it in a way where we can say, Don't be this, don't engage in this behavior. So in a way it's sort of a, a personification of negative behavior. And I'm sorry for the women who are named Karen who have to carry that cross, but we appreciate your sacrifice because I think it does help diminish that kind of behavior. I just wish that we would take it further and we would do the more egregious behaviors in the world. Talking to the manager is not the worst thing, um, but at least there's that, that aspect of it. Right,
2: right. Yeah, hey! Yeah, you can Hey, Karen.
0: How oh, are hey Karen? Central Central Park, Karen is what we're going to call her. I think I think her real name was Amy, but we're going to call her Central Park Karen. Yeah,
1: yeah, this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Byron. <laughs>
2: And she uh, put on a show, didn't she? Oh my gosh,
0: she put on the show. That the worst part is she told him to lie before she was going to do it. I am going to call the police and tell them an African American man is threatening my watch life.
2: Watch this. You watch. They're going to come and get you. <laughs> Basically, what she was saying. You just wait. But the oh. fact,
0: the fact that she thinks that and that's possible tells you how much of a problem there is in this country. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. The fact that she absolutely. knows that that is a potential outcome of that situation.
2: Absolutely.
0: All right, Byron, thank you for, for talking to us. It's a heavy topic. Uh, yeah, our, our hearts uh, and, and prayers go to the family of George Taylor. Um, it, it's, a, it's a despicable thing. And, and I really hope, as I know you two do, that, that something happens here.
1: I just want to change. I just, I I want to stop having these conversations. You know what I mean? Like I want to not need to, and that's a tall order. I get that. It ain't going to happen in in short time, but man, can we please take some steps forward? I just guys, guys, I want to go back to talking about how Byron likes to call
0: people garden utensils. Yeah. I just want to have some fun. You know what I mean? Hey, I, I want to go back to making fun of Byron's waistline and the fact he can't <laughs> wear XL <laughs> shorts from 10,000. He sponsors the podcast.
1: Byron, I think yet. you are a handsome man, and I think you look good right now. So yeah. don't take this shit from Bobby. I got your back.
0: I, I want to go back Thank you. to talking about how Mike kept Isaiah off the Dream Team. I, I want to go back and talk about all the fun things, Byron's You know?
2: Hey, man. Do me a favor. Uh I'm gonna need you to start with the bullshit names of the podcast too. But I know that be Joe. sensitive. Be I
1: sensitive know. to I'm Byron's needs sensitive. here. This Thank is you. this is important. I appreciate
2: that. Thank you, Joe.
1: Byron, yeah,
2: Byron. Yeah, I first, you of back.
0: All, first of all, I'm I'm not a snitch, so I won't name his <laughs> ah. name, but but there are there are three of us on the podcast. And and you and I did not title that podcast, which leads <laughs> to one suspect. So that's first of all, and second of all, I believe in the podcast title. He called you nice, hey.
2: so just hey, accept. Man. Listen, I. Hey. I'm not a fool. All I know is I received the email from your email address. And and, and what was the it? Link. Joe, Joe, did I give you recording privilege?
1: If I set you the meeting, I mean? he
2: don't need to give me recording privileges. I have them. Thank you. You're telling on yourself, Karen. Come on, Karen. All right, <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's a
1: hurtful.
2: That's a hurtful. <laughs> 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 uh, You know. Right, man. That's, that's why I love you guys man appreciate y'all man you,
0: we, we love you too B
2: we'll yeah, we'll man. come up with
0: a nice podcast title for you next week okay?
2: <laughs> hey tall dark and handsome baby that's what the next one's gonna be yeah 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 and, <laughs> so black and, and
0: world <laughs> world please don't please don't throw more shit at us please don't <laughs> fuck up our podcast hey. Come on, want to have some fun? Just for one week, can week? we just
1: have some light topics and just right. and oh, time. guys,
0: guys, guys! I I can't, I I have to give you one more quickly. I really, and we're gonna postpone this to next week. I really want to talk about Joe Biden. You have no idea, man. No, I'm, 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 <laughs> no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not giving no. I'm done. I'm done. I actually, <laughs> done. Byron, what, what I really want to talk about. When I when I really want to talk about is ah. when Obama received the call, <laughs> hey hey Obama, you gotta to talk to your boy Joe Biden. <laughs> oh <man. laughs> can, you, can
2: you imagine the look on his face when he heard that shit? Like ah, oh, Joe, come on, man. What? What did he just? Just
0: I just picture him on the phone. Come, come again. Hold on. What did he fucking say? What? Don't what? Say,
1: say, say, say what?
0: No, no, no. I'm not hearing you right. I'm gonna hang up. You're gonna <laughs> call me
2: back. You're gonna it
0: you must be bad reception on the line. You're gonna tell me what he said for real. Just give me a minute.
2: Good old Joe. Hey man, the jokes don't stop, man. <laughs> oh oh man,
1: this is terrible. Can't we do better? Isn't <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> we got we to
2: save this for next week? We we'll save this for
1: next week. We're not getting into all it going now. We're going
2: all about we'll talk about this. We're talking about this. We'll talk
1: about this. will be
0: our topic next week. I, I love you guys. We'll talk uh. later.